0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence
1: Just practice, dude. called us Babylon. Those hungry hunters tracking down the Grabbed my ankles and made me run out of the room screaming underneath the bed.
2: I don't have a holster like Jake's got on the side of his belt right now.
0: Batman man, don't give no shits about that.
2: Stop shooting your own payball, you moron! Hey, and welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I produce this mess. Thanks for tuning back in. Uh, I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother.
0: I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week.
1: And I'm Ben, the youngest brother, and you're sunshine into Gotham. This is the Brotherhood of Batman, a podcast where three brothers get together to talk about the Dark Knight, DC comic books, and other things about Batman. Today, I'm going last because... Uh, no one made a beverage but uh we read some JLA <laughs> no, books right. The Tower of Babel which we will get into in a moment but before that what's been going on in y'all's geeky little lives
2: Stop talking about, about comic books or What do, do you think you're doing you nerd Stop
1: Get those words or I swear
0: to God, Geek.
2: I'm the Batman of Geeks bitch. Well, I'm on spring break, so that's always Spring fun. break. Uh, yeah. Show
0: me the boobies. Uh,
2: not that kind of spring no. break. Being, well that my kids don't wear shirts a lot of the time in the house, so I guess that counts. <laughs> um But your wife wears a coat. She does. <laughs> strange little house she had. Yeah, over there. It's very strange. She's cold all the time, and the kids wear, like, nothing. It's bizarre. And I just sit in the corner watching everyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the creepiest part. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, that's what you do. No, we're going to head to KC in a couple days, and so we're going to get you guys recommended some comic shops, and so we're going to hit those up and get some barbecue and get a nice room somewhere in Overland Park, hopefully. Now,
0: you are going to do comic shopping Separate from barbecuing, right? Because those two things do not mix well. Well, Sticky I was gonna, fingers.
2: yeah, I was planning on just, you know, having sauce all up and down my arms and just mm, page nom, through nom, some books. <laughs> <nom, laughs>
1: <laughs> um, most of the barbecue places should have wet wipes for you. I'm You'll sure be, fine. Yeah, be fine. <laughs>
2: no, we're looking forward to getting out of town for a day. We haven't gone anywhere for a while, so I think everybody's kind of looking forward to doing that. That'd be nice. Yeah. So, when you do
1: an overnight,
2: what? Ta- how early do you guys leave? We're probably gonna leave Friday morning, sometime between eight and nine. So not real. Or, I mean, you'll Kansas be there City for lunch. St. Louis is not very far. So even if we stop two or three times, if somebody wants to see something or you know some stupid food stand or whatever, you know, it'll it'll be there by like noonish. And I think one of the shops you guys recommends like on the way into KC, and then kind of on our way to Overland Park area. So we got some time. Other than that, I don't know, probably go swimming at the hotel and whatever the kids and Kelly want to do. Well, Hopefully the weather will be
0: nice. While you're driving, might I suggest that you check out a new podcast that I'm on? (laughs) Uh, I'm sure the whole family wants to listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) So the second uh, episode of Gotham Nights has aired. Um, Sarah and I have done uh, the review for the first episode and kind of an intro as well. So you can catch that anywhere you find this podcast. Um, it's called the Gotham Nights watch and I'm enjoying the show. it's uh I don't watch a lot of TV. It's very CW uh, but man, is it is it steeped in some uh, some D and C list Batman Mythos and that's kind uh. of it's kind of fun picking that stuff out.
1: As a dedicated follower of Sarah's podcasts, I have listened, and I will say, Jake, I'm so far impressed by you actually being able to stay on topic. Um, My wife
0: is a fantastic editor. Your wife
1: <laughs> is a fantastic editor. Aaron is as well, but Aaron intentionally makes us look like dipshits, and, uh, or uh, emphasizes. I mean,
2: you guys kind of do that yourself. You
1: emphasize our dipshittery. Whereas Sarah Thanks. is nice to people she podcasts <laughs> with. Um, but yes, no, it's, it's, um, I've seen the first two episodes of the show. It's fun. It's definitely, I'll piggyback off of what you said. It's definitely very CW. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's cool to listen to you guys because you're definitely the, like, well, the Batman fan, um, which you said five or six times that episode. But <laughs> as the <laughs> Batman fan, it's cool to have that. And then Sarah is very much the, cw fan and the you know knows how to do a podcast like that so it's a good balance so far
0: yeah no the show's fun i think i prefer watching tv uh in a binge format so it's interesting to watch it week from week but it was one of the things i enjoyed most about recording with you guys and doing the batman catwoman was having something to kind of think about and, and look forward to the release of uh hopefully Mm. the release schedule on this one's more reliable than the bat cat was (laughs) (laughs) well
2: you know it's cw so who knows it could be good and stick around or it could be good and disappear so you never know
1: yeah that's reliable on its own so (laughs) i'm excited for the next 10 episodes
0: of jake's last podcast (laughs) (laughs) just kidding so go check that out gotham nights watch
1: yeah and you can find me on there any day that they want to invite me um what's been going on with me I'm also going on a trip uh, Josh and I just had an anniversary so is that why
0: you went fake tanning
1: that is why I fake tanned at my house by myself yes okay. for um, how many years Um, that I've been fake tanning probably just two mm-hmm. Uh, eight years married to Joshua Jesus, wow, he's in, put up with you for eight years he's put up with Ratings. me for eleven rookie <laughs> yeah, yeah, but in gay years that's like twenty, so we're doing we're doing good. Um, we're going with another couple that their anniversary is one day off of ours, so we're doing like a couple date anniversary trip. Um, don't want to say where because I'm ashamed, but <laughs> we may or may not be going to Tennessee. Uh, but we already bought the hotel, and you know, so we'll make the most of it and have some barbecue and yeah, uh, yeah it'll be fun. So there's a restaurant we're going to called Flight, which they've been to before and we have not but everything you get there is in flights so the drinks and the appetizers and the desserts and the entre- and the entrees it's all flights so you get to try like a bunch of shit Don't so do they... you think their
2: kitchen is like they like all their dishes that the dishwashing <laughs> staff and the kitchen staff get so fucking tired <laughs> oh, 17 more plates for this one entree <laughs> probably I mean, don't they just call that tapas
0: is tapas and flights a different thing i don't know Well uh, tapas
1: you like order what you want but this is like i would like a flight of mozzarella sticks and they bring you, like six different kinds of mozzarella sticks
0: fuck i want to do that I, <laughs> that's an example but it's stuff like that
1: so
2: i i will report like back next time we record sticks aging? Yeah. <laughs>
0: his eyes
1: got so big but yeah six so. different kinds i, I don't think that anxiety. was your
2: kid drooling on the mic here. <laughs>
1: Well, realistically, I guess it'd be what three or four because it's a flight. But Uh, yeah. So, anyways, that's going on. But um, should we talk about this book?
2: Uh, yeah, I think so. We read.
1: We read JLA the last two pages of issue (laughs) forty-two, and we read issues forty-three through forty-six. This is the Mark Wade run in the early two thousand. Oh, in mid 2000. Um, Yeah. So this is the story. It's called Tower of Babel. It is the story of Raz Al Ghul messing with the languages around the world, both <laughs> reading wise and audio. What?
2: Nothing. Keep going. No. Am I? I? I'm laughing at just no. Keep. Going. I think Aaron's laughing at the plot.
1: Oh lord! <laughs> and it's got our dear O'Layers, and they've all had some awful thing happen to them. And the crux of the book is how this awful thing happened and whose plan it was. Bum bum bum. Should we talk about it?
2: Yeah, and you can't say bum-bum-bum if there's no witch boy. Oh, I messed up
1: my introduction for the last couple (laughs) episodes I've meant to say that, Hi, I'm Ben. Bum-bum-bum at the Sunshine (laughs) into Gotham. So thank you for reminding me, Aaron, that I need to get
0: back into doing that. So Tower of Babel. Aaron, uh, have you...
1: (laughs) Aaron, you look annoyed. (laughs)
0: I'm not annoyed, no. Okay, Uh, you and I read it in trade paperback form. Ben, you read... um, Single issues. Ben, did you cover the Secret Files issues as well?
1: I don't have them, but I had read them. This sounds silly, but I'd actually read them on a Reddit post uh, like a couple months ago. Somebody put up a few of the pages from that issue, and I'd read those. Okay. So I feel confident enough that I can talk about this.
0: Okay, yeah. The the one important addition into um, is Secret Files number three, I think. And that deals with the background of Talia uh, and, you know... Getting the plans and everything. So I, we will touch on that one issue that Ben didn't cover. and we'll oh, okay. Up. But Aaron, um, so Tower of Babel, have you heard of this book outside of just Ben and I? Um, no, okay. I not heard. It is often on best of lists and really? top like Batman stories, top, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, um, DC and comics in general. It's it's regarded
2: fairly high. Well, out of all the JLA stuff we read, I, I like this one better than a lot of them. Because
1: <laughs> most of them almost die.
2: Yeah, that's that's <laughs> you pretty much. <laughs>
1: so what this is is the JLAers are being attacked pretty much simultaneously by some sort of assassin situation. They're being targeted, and they are all getting like creatively taken down. We've got the Flash is having seizures. Wonder Woman is in this like fight for her life like virtual reality situation Mm -hmm. did any of the particular ways that the people were gone after stick with you guys or did you think any of them were particularly clever
2: i like that they made aquaman afraid of water yeah i think the fear of being wet and him needing to rely on that and him freaking out whenever he got wet or tried to get i thought that was really good I I laughed when you introduced it as Roz's plot, like to change the language. That part was ridiculous. Like, all of (laughs) Roz's plots are ridiculous. I I, I mean, it's like, okay, yes, that'll screw everything up. He gives everybody in the world some dysgraphia, dyslexic kind of. Going on where nobody can read or understand and change language and whatnot, but
0: clearly not the actual point of this book. (laughs) I mean,
2: you know, he did steal Batman, so he had Talia steal Batman's secret files that he kept. What (laughs) all the JLA members, and as Batman, wouldn't you be proud that? Oh. Oh my shit worked. <laughs> if everything <laughs> he knew did it goes... would work.
0: So yeah. Wow. Okay. So we're going <laughs>
2: No, you asked <laughs> me what I thought.
1: About the way they were taken down. So <laughs> I want to talk about how Green Lantern was taken down, because that was the one that stuck with me. So I read these live. Like I got them month by month when they uh-huh. we were first coming out. And one of the I don't remember. I think it's the first issue, 43 ends with you finding out that Kyle Green Lantern is blind. And I thought that that was really clever because he's like the artist and he also can do anything with his ring. But -hmm. being the artist, he has to see it. And Mm -hmm. so making him blind was like, I don't know. I was really into Kyle when I read this. And so I was like, oh, how are they going to do each person? And I thought that that was definitely one that was a little more
0: clever than just... I don't know, Wonder Woman can't stop fighting people? It was definitely... Um, I misremembered his um, h- him being taken down. I thought he recovered out of sheer force of will, right? That's what ends up powering the ring is your will, the, mm-hmm. the color of green. And I thought Kyle <laughs> <What>? was... <laughs> You're right. I'm just laughing at the color of green. (laughs) I thought Kyle was just able to overcome it. uh, And I forgot that he was so um, taken back by losing his eyesight that the ring was actually manifesting it. And that's a really clever way of forcing it on him and and him not being able to get himself out of it. They had to eventually use Martian Manhunter's mind control to help him. Um, I really thought Martian Manhunter, he stuck with me a lot. He's the first one that you see and before you know that the JLA is being targeted by Roz. And Roz is trying to take the JLA off of the the board so that he can throw the world into chaos.
1: Mumbo and, jumbo. <laughs> right, right. Literally which, Mumbo which Jumbo.
0: He's, you know, able to do for the most part. And I think all of the credit for him being able to do that goes to that severe V neck outfit that he's wearing. Like <laughs> <laughs> His V-neck goes past his belly button. <laughs> well, if he's got to oh, wear no. a shirt, it might as well be low cut. <laughs> <laughs> and it's definitely like fabric tape to him to the inside. Cause yeah, there would be, everything would be hanging out. But <laughs> I digress. Uh, the first one that we find, the JLA is responding to fires in the black forest and it's Martian Manhunter. They have attacked him with these nanites that um, are combusting in air and so Martian Manhunter, who is afraid, and one of his biggest vulnerabilities is fire, is consumed as a human torch, and he's just running rampant through the Black Forest in Europe. And uh, I thought his was done really well, because it just... it. De- dives into his fears and everything too.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a good introduction of them being like, oh shit, that's our friend. When we already like take
2: him down? So I might have missed part of that when I was trying to read. So I I think I, I got that now, but I, I maybe missed part of that part.
0: Yeah. Well, and what I find, the layers of the strategy here. So Aaron revealed that these are Batman's plans. Batman has created contingencies to take down the JLA if the situation were to ever arise. And he has put himself in charge of being the one who's going to do it if it needs to happen. And so he's developed specific fear toxins to make Aquaman afraid of water. He's developed these nanites to get into Wonder Woman's head and make (laughs) Human Mm -hmm. Torch light on fire. And it's nasty, violent,
1: almost like deadly ways of taking all of them down. Yes,
2: yeah. I I was secretly hoping that these files were what he was looking for in No Man's Land and oh. all those vaults. Oh. I would have been, man, that would have been awesome if this was like like copy of what was in one of those vaults. That's what I was really hoping that if all else fails, I, failed, I like, need to have
0: this file. Right. <laughs> I need to
2: go get, <laughs> get this before somebody else does. I thought that would have been cool, kind of could have been a really cool time.
1: Oh, that's super clever. Yeah, yeah. I might just pretend that that's how Ross got his hands that's on That's kind it. of what I, that's, that's in my head
2: canon, so. Interesting.
0: Well, I think of all the, I mean, there's the nasty ones, you know, guys on fire and and people fighting until they literally die from exhaustion. Classic man being shattered into Plastic, a million yeah. pieces. Yeah. Oh. Um but the one that <laughs> hits hardest, uh, and I think they write it to do so, but he synthesizes a kryptonite. Yeah. Um, it is not a lethal kryptonite, but it is. They they put it in here as it's so bad that he would wish he was dead. So it says red kryptonite. Re- right. Yeah. He makes a red kryptonite. Okay. Which th- there are different colors so of kryptonite. Red used to do
1: something. Red different. does all sorts of shit. So it's it's okay. very much all a right. Silver Age comics kind of like whatever we need it to do sort of
2: thing. Yeah, like the catch-all. Like I don't know how to stop him, so let's make it red.
1: <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah. And so, w- we'll obviously talk a lot about it, but part of why I think it hits so hard for Clark is that he gave Batman kryptonite as, like, you're the only person I can trust with this. But When he did that, <laughs> he kind of did it under the guise of, like, in case someone needs to stop me. Absolutely. And now he's acting, all, ex- now exact he's acting all pissed off and, like, hurt. Yeah, Because he manipulated it. I don't know. He manipulated Superman's hometown or his home world to hurt him. I don't know. Superman needs to get over it. Yeah, I, I 100% <laughs>
0: agree because he did. We read the book that he gives him the ring. He's like, you're the only person I can trust with this. Not to destroy it. Not. He doesn't throw it into the sun and get rid of it. He keeps it on Earth because it may need to be used someday.
2: I, I believe when he gives that to Batman, Batman has got the Mr. Burns excellent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he's, he's, he pulls out his paper. And he's like, things to collect to kill my friends. Kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you talk about Mr. Burns. I just see Alfred in the
1: background at Smithers. <laughs>
0: oh, man. the I don't I know, know if I you remember too. in the secret files, there's a scene of... Alfred trying to talk Batman. Like Mm. One of the Mm -hmm. best parts about the Secret Files issue, I thought, was we see as Talia... Okay, so going all over the place. So in the Secret Files, when it's revealed that Batman is the one that made the plan, we find out how Roz got a hold of the plan. Mm -hmm. And he sends uh, Talia into the watchtower to get a copy of it and then into the Batcave. Mm -hmm. And she's um, reflecting on all this and she's wondering about you know, my beloved, did, you, did your friends know that you were observing them and watching them and everything that they revealed and showed vulnerability about, you were taking note of as a possible weakness to exploit? They should
2: have. I, well, I, I really liked how they did that, her going in to steal things, and then it shows Batman having these one-on-one conversations with the JLA and you can just see him mentally putting it into his leg okay file that away file that away yeah wait wait can you repeat that I didn't quite <laughs> get that uh, that weakness there um yeah
1: and so they find out about halfway through this story that he, he's the problem and they have to keep working with him to save the world because, you know, airplanes be crashing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're all mad and they don't want to work with him. And he's like, well, remember that one villain we had? And I think it was in a Silver Age comic. Like they referenced some specific time that the JLA had their bodies taken over or something. He's like, well, that's why I did it. And they're all like, "Man, we're mighty.
2: <laughs> well, and he's like... He's still giving out orders. And he's like, "We'll talk about it later. Let's just go. Listen to me. And they're like, oh, I don't want to listen to you. <laughs> yeah. Like we, you, you're going to try to kill us.
1: I don't care that you are mad at me for telling you to pick up your toys. You still need to pick them up. And then you can be mad at me. Like, we got <laughs> to move on.
0: So I think it's brilliant. Uh, I, I, I said that we started with Martian Manhunter. But the story actually starts <clears throat> with Roz removing Batman from the equation. Yes, which yeah. is very important. What do you do? So he steals the
2: bodies in Coffin of Martha and Thomas Wayne. It's so brilliant. Like, how did no other villain decide to fuck with Batman? Well, they, I mean, nobody else. Most who, of them don't are, know, yeah. and Roz
0: but has known forever and never exploited his knowledge. Until from. this moment.
2: I think he's got it in another case. It's like a shovel <laughs> in a glass case. In case of world domination, break glass. <laughs> I mean,
0: it is so... Such a, a, a foolproof way of tunnel visioning Batman to yes. the point that he won't see what's going on.
1: But also, maybe if you had a little more therapy, because no one wants <laughs> their parents' coffins taken away. But also, they're literally just coffins. Like Bruce, you need to see that as a distraction, right? I think he's a doom doom <laughs> <in> this story. <laughs> like I, I love this story, but I feel. I'm reading it this time. I was like. No, you should immediately be like, they're gone. What else is happening? Why are they gone? Opposed to just trying to find them. But he goes like, like you said, tunnel vision. Like that's all he can see to the point where he like hangs up on the JLA. (laughs) And you're like, we're in trouble. He's like, is anyone dead? He's like, okay, I'll call you back. Click. (laughs) Well, I mean,
2: come on. He would have hung up on the JLA regardless. He just had an excuse this time.
0: Well, and I, I love that of all not the, Clark, all the strategy and everything that Roz stole from Batman. This is this is Ra's' plan. He's like, I'm going to do this to the detective, and not only does he take the bodies, he then dangles them over a Lazarus pit That's for the possibility brilliant. could they be brought back. That was gag worthy. I did like that. <laughs> <laughs> and and when Batman realizes why he's gone to this extreme and what is happening when the JLA finally gets a hold of him and says, so-and-so is down and is in trouble this way, and and so-and-so is in trouble Mm -hmm. this way, the panel of his realization, he's like, oh, fuck, I fucked up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Uh, um, hmm." By
0: chance, (laughs) is there any red kryptonite
2: around? (laughs) 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 Just ask it. I uh, I wonder if I can uh, just fly away.
0: No, but he immediately, (laughs) when he realizes it, he does immediately abandon the chase for the coffins and Mm -hmm. goes to try to salvage and protect what he can of his friends.
1: He runs outside into the snow with all these assassins chasing him. He's calling Clark. Superman, no! <laughs> Superman's on the floor. You see his veins and stuff through his translucent skin. I was like, God, this is so dramatic. It's, it's
2: one of the most panicked I think we've seen Batman in those moments that we've read where he's not holding it together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Absolutely. betrayed
1: that we've seen Clark. Yeah, it was a The art here is very just, um, it's very safe, it's very clean, but it's also not, in my opinion, the best art in the world. But it's very like early 2000s, you know, we have to draw multiple kinds of superheroes. But the storytelling of it in those pages specifically really got to me in a good way of him running into the snow and Clark just (laughs)
0: looking mortified. Well, it's Mark Wade, and I think he understands the, the superhero team and just the dynamic of all of these characters so well that, you know, everybody has a very clear voice. They have a very clear position within the team, and when it's revealed that this is Batman's plan and the JLA gets back together, everybody has a very distinct way of reacting to Batman about what he mm-hmm. did.
1: Yes, I I was sorry. I was not trying to say anything negative about the author. Oh no, no. no I think I, Wade is very strong. I think his JLA run was was really good here. But you're right. He has distinct voices for people. I I meant the specific artist was. It's just kind of a general. This is '90s how we draw these characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I don't think that stands out.
0: But it's it's not bad. It, it's clear and it reads reads well so wade is currently
1: the author of this is currently writing the book i've told you guys about a few times the um batman superman world's finest that's really really Mm -hmm. good it's coming out um now but it's like modernized telling of like a silver age world and it's very campy and it's very fun but has like a lot of villains and stuff in it so yeah it's, it's cool to read his old stuff
2: you know, twenty years after I'm reading his current stuff again. Part of uh, no, that's interesting because I don't think I've paid that much attention to to the names or on on this one. But
1: he also created Impulse, Aaron. Oh, oh, that's, that's great. Yeah. can't win them all, right? Yeah, well, he <laughs>
2: does. So, Batman is studying the JLA, right? Yes. So he's finding out all their secrets, he's doing that up in the watchtower, and then he starts working on all these things to disable everybody up there. I'm like, why are you yeah, working right in front of right, them? Right where everybody can walk. Well, I guess it, maybe it's better in plain sight, but, and then I was like, I made notes on, why aren't you doing this in the Batcave? And then I guess he does take some things to the Batcave to work on him. i was like, wouldn't well, no, it have just been better to do it all there? Like, can't Harold just make you another little room where it could be like... <laughs> The anti-JLA room or something? I don't
1: know. I know you're joking about that, but
0: Harold's gone at this point.
2: Right, he's still cleaning up Gotham. How do you well, think he got fixed on so much, Ben? We don't
0: really know. <laughs> can w-
2: he fix it? Yes, he can.
0: We don't really know when the plans were all made because <clears throat> she steals them prior to No Man's Land. She talks mm-hmm. about being in oh, the Batcave okay. and, and saying in months this will all be buried or whatever. Yeah, So um, Harold
1: could have made an anti-gently room.
0: <laughs> when they discuss uh, the fear toxin that he's making for Aquaman, I don't know if you guys read that he's not developing just a single fear toxin. He has multiples. One of them is fear of animals. Another is fear of whales. So maybe he was trying to do a couple different things for Aquaman. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> whales. I don't know what this one's supposed to be, but it could be male. Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> it could be males I don't know what that one is but this this last one is sunlight so you may have been trying to develop a, a fear toxin to keep Superman from being able to be powered up yeah that would oh. be interesting for soups. what I wanted to read to you guys was a portion of Batman's journal when he's discussing about creating the yeah, kryptonite I made, to I bring made notes on friend. that
2: that's an interesting page
0: I, I was going to read just the first paragraph and the last paragraph someday I'm sure it's going to come down to just him and me for a lot of the others i could just wing it if i had to but not clark if anyone requires a methodical and considered response it's superman unfortunately i would go with the red isotope i am certain its output is weak enough not to kill clark and its half-life is so reduced that its effects should wear off reasonably quickly but what it will actually what but what will it actually do to him i can't be sure i know this much though it would certainly still be very disruptive <laughs> And probably extraordinarily painful.
1: <laughs> so he's not willing to kill Clark, but he is willing to kill Aquaman and Plastic Man.
0: <laughs> when I and Martian Manhunter. When, I mean, if the day comes, it has to be used against him. I only hope I don't have to be there to see the effects. I don't. I hope I don't have to look him in the eye when it happens. Batman, you cold bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I
2: want to hurt you, but I don't want to. Do. So.
1: The the big thing from this book, so, so this book is, ooh, Batman betrays everyone. This book is also, Roz has some crazy language story. The big thing that was happening when this came out was that the JLA actually makes a
0: decision at the end on whether or not they can work with Batman in the future, and they make a vote. And that's where those voices I was talking about come into play a lot. We get a, a nice description of how everybody feels about what mm-hmm. just went down.
1: Did we know, Jake, you and I in the comic book store world at this point, did we know that it was going to be a vote before it got to that issue? Because my memory tells me I did, but I don't know if I'm just making that up.
0: Um, I don't recall knowing ahead of time, no, but okay. I, you probably would have read this before I had, or may, this actually may have been a book we were reading almost simultaneously, hmm. Um, because it is post No Man's Land when I was buying everything Batman.
1: I was reading JLA at this time, so I think I was like, you need to
0: read this. <laughs>
2: um, so everybody takes a vote on whether Batman gets to stay or whether his dreams come true and he doesn't have to deal with them anymore. <laughs> right. um, I Did it give everybody's vote? Because I went back to look and I was like, Wonder Woman saying it's now tied up. And I was like, you didn't share everybody's vote, did they? So...
1: Aquaman's was blurry. Aquaman was the first one, and I had to reread his. Okay, because
2: I flipped through a couple times, and I was like,
1: eh. Aquaman votes him out. Yep. And then we Flash got says he can stay. Flash and... But- green lantern both plastic man said no yeah Yeah, because he got shattered (laughs) yeah you know which is interesting he's like more serious after getting (laughs) he's more serious (laughs) after getting shattered and they all comment on that and i don't know it it seemed a little strange because we don't know he's the character we know the least about and it's just like he took it super personally i don't know but i thought it was interesting that flash up about it <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and Flash and Green Lantern, the two youngest members, um, are the most forgiving here and vote for him to stay.
2: Wonder Woman, she is not forgiving.
1: She pissed. She she's pissed. She's
0: <laughs> mad.
2: Yeah, she's, she's real mad.
1: And Martian Manhunter votes for him to stay. stay because apparently he had also had dossiers on everybody back in the like when he first showed up, and there. Uh-huh. So he's like, "Well, I can't be a hypocrite, so I have to do that."
0: Yeah, even though he was lit on fire for a couple days, right? Yeah. So it's
1: three, three, and then the climax is it gets to be like, well, Superman's deciding, and Batman already knew how they were going to answer because Batman knows them all so well. So Batman (laughs) leaves before they even get to tell him that, that they voted for three for him to leave. And I don't know if I really buy
0: that Clark would vote him out. I absolutely believe it. I absolutely believe that Clark would vote for the better of the team. Uh, If half of his team uh, couldn't trust him, then he would vote him out. And then the next day, Clark would go to the Bat Cave and try to talk to him and be like, "Hey, look, Bruce. Like, like, let's have a heart to heart and see if we can figure something out." That's a good point. I and hadn't. Then Bruce of it that would way.
2: turn around in his chair from the tower and be like, "I've been expecting you." Clark. <laughs> and it's Tim, and like, he's not here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I left a message, and it said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> said I'm on the moon, bitch. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. So, yes. So he had to get voted out and that will last for a little while. A short while. A short while until they need him again. I think yeah, there's like one right. or two main stories in the JLA book before he comes back. But it, it, it does um go into the Titans book and it goes into Young Justice with... Nightwing and Robin and their teams having um, trust issues. That was in the mm-hmm. secret files a little bit. But I know that down the line, there's actually a thing. And there's a there's a vote in Young Justice where half the people vote that Tim shouldn't lead them anymore. Um, they don't Guilty kick him out. By association. Exactly. Guilty. Um, <laughs> so that is pretty split half and half. But Tim's like, you know, fuck y'all. And so he ends up quitting because they... Spoiler, Spoiler alerts! We're not gonna read it, aren't we? No, probably not. <laughs> Spoiler wasn't there for the vote. She's not an official member. Mm. <laughs> oh, <that's> so sad.
0: <laughs> she only gets half a vote. <laughs> um. Yeah i I think this is a huge. Well, I don't think i it's definitely a big pivotal moment for Batman as kind of ramping up towards what they eventually refer to as like the Bat God where he can always foresee every possible outcome. He always has a contingency for no matter what's going to happen. And we saw a little bit of that in No Man's Land, where he was kind of enacting a lot of the stuff that he had in place before, but then trying to make up for things that he had missed over. And this really cements that, like, Batman has been planning to do stuff since he was eight years old. Like, he (laughs) Mm -hmm. is obsessed to the point that he all that's all he does he doesn't he have a life
1: needs therapy therapy
0: he could use some <laughs> and i mean we've seen a very a hobby that isn't bats relatively pleasant easy to get along with batman for a while and we're yeah. getting back to grump batman who
2: my favorite
1: i i like what you said jake i i, I think that's true there's a lot of batman fans out there who are very like well Batman can beat anyone given enough blah blah blah. I like that this is actually a canonical canonical story that shows that and that it's like if you want to make that argument nerds then <laughs> you have that you can point to Tower of Babel being like this is where DC acknowledged that he God. could stop all of them. So I I appreciate that
2: it's in here.
1: And it, you know, it's a good Ra's al Ghul story.
2: And I did like that Talia broke character and betrayed her dad once again. And Oh, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it got shot. Well, She gets shot. And then so this leads
0: into the last issue of last week where we read where she has left her father again and Mm -hmm. she's recovering and doesn't want any part. And she is now on the run from her dad for betraying him because she ends up helping the JLA a little bit after Mm -hmm. she feels a little guilty.
1: Run it up the hill.
0: So I wanted to ask you guys, if you were helping Batman make his <laughs> dossier of taking down superheroes, how would you take down some specific ones? Okay. Uh, we'll go, mind? Aaron, first. You need to take down Black Canary. How would you do it?
2: <laughs> um, I would set up a very, very simple... Room where she's tied down. She's got headphones on and a mic, and it's just a reverberating. <laughs> wow, wow, where wow, she wow, hears wow, herself. Oh, and that will look, her own ear <laughs> <laughs> she will she will destroy herself. So that that would be what I would uh, I would have her be be tortured. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, yeah. I would just I cut haven't her thought about nuts. that at all.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> <You> haven't, haven't <laughs> thought about it. Haven't fantasized. Haven't uh, worried try. about that one. Uh, ben, how about uh, Stargirl? What are you going <laughs> to do against one star Girl and her little staff?
1: Oh, you just have to make her not believe in herself. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> you look fat in those spanks.
1: <laughs> no, not weird sexist things. Um, you know, just... Um, you know, t- power, of friendship, and all that. She's a bad friend. <laughs> Nobody likes you. She's a bad daughter, and uh-huh. her. Da- to talk about why her dad left her, that would that would ruin her.
0: That's all she needs. Yeah. Well, nothing else.
2: Uh, well, Jake, gentlemen. how would you uh, how would you uh, get rid of uh, Dick Grayson? Oh, I I, uh, I would
0: invite um, the entire Miss Universe cast over <laughs> for drinks and uh, dancing and. Uh, I would, when he passed out, I would secretly shave his head so to take away all of his power <laughs> from his hair.
2: He'd <laughs> turn him into Lex Luthor? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
2: Right. Uh,
1: <clears throat> that was some good imagery there. <laughs> all uh, right. Anything else?
2: Reviews?
0: But let me ask you
1: something. What do you think of this?
2: Say it's alright. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled. All right. That was Awesome. It's all right. Whoa, yes. It's all yes. Right. No! I I enjoyed it. I thought it, I thought it was good. I thought there was the first we didn't even talk about the first issue about you know, you the weird t- tumor in the kid's head that was an entire civilization. The only I mean the only point of that was the the parallels with Krypton and Superman's, like, own mortality and his life. But it had zero to do with any of those. No,
0: they were definitely trying to flesh out the pages of a trade, like, making it, you know, so they could charge whatever this is, $15.00. Like, <laughs> you don't want to pay $15 for four issues. So they're like, let's just slow well, in a $15 couple. $15 for four issues is great. Like, uh, yes. right.
2: Yeah, no. So, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that whole thing. I, I thought, you know, they could have cut. And then some of the end issues where it was like team up with, like, there's a Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Some of that I was like, I didn't read or skim. Yeah. Like, this I, does not same. really have any point in. Nope. Doesn't even tie to the story. It's just
0: filler pages about no, the JLA. Yeah.
2: But I, I enjoyed it. When I got done reading, I sent you guys a, a, a little meme or a gif of, uh, some dude carrying a chair out the out of a staff room and <laughs> and I, I and totally in my head canon that chair has been given to Bane in the animated series that so he has a spot. <laughs> Finally, <to sit. laughs>
0: my own chair. Damn it, it's got a bat
2: on it. <laughs> <laughs> Always reminding me of my failures. Um. Yeah. No. I enjoyed it. It's definitely worth reading. It's fun. It's fun. Fun read. Yeah, I think it's.
0: Uh, I think it's essential Batman read. Um, I think if. There are people who want to read, you know, it, it belongs in the like top 10 best Batman books because it is very, wow. um, it's very important to describing his character and his relationship to the rest of the DC universe for the next millennia, right? Like, you know, you had the, all of the decades up and then in the new 2000s, this is the way that Batman is just going to be treated for a long time. He's he's smarter than everybody. Nobody really trusts him. He's the creepy guy in the shadows. Uh, but if, when push comes to shove, he's the one that's going to solve your problems. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. yeah
1: um yeah it's it's definitely not perfect it definitely feels like the year 2000 um but i think wade's work is really really strong here and i had a lot of fun reading something that i had read cover to cover when it like month to month when it came out yeah and i haven't really read it since so that was kind of fun to sit down and actually reread it and be like okay what do i remember correctly and what have i Mm -hmm. like (laughs) glory like glory glorified thank you what have i glorified over the years um i enjoyed it it was it was solid and it it was weird how certain panels and certain images were like exactly what i remembered um yeah i think if you enjoy the jla and or batman you should definitely read it
2: nice do you think Um, that Batman in his files on everyone kept one on himself, that if you need to take me down, steal my parents' coffins. I That's what Alfred's got.
0: (laughs) it has got ways to stop Master Bruce, (laughs) number 47.
1: Cucumber sandwiches didn't work. (laughs) 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 Don't wake him up from his nap and he'll be gone for three
0: days. (laughs) All right, what's next, Jake? Well, if you're reading along with us, we are going to tackle a hefty trade coming up here. We are going to read Superman, Emperor Joker. I'm so excited uh, for the chaos. <laughs> <Let me laughs> we are reading this in the trade paperback format. I'll it give is you the, a fat book. Yeah, it's about 12 issues. I'll give you the issue breakdown when we go to review it. But That uh, like
1: the way Ed McGinnis draws Superman's head. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of neck. <laughs> it's, it's an awful lot of neck. But I'm really excited. Uh, Joker has been... Um, absent since the end of no man's land so we're gonna see what he gets up to when he comes back all kinds of fun things i'm sure it's perfectly fine sure yeah i'm sure joker showing up in a superman book won't be trouble for anybody (laughs) oh boy no
2: not at all erin what did we learn it's that time again did you another one of our cute little skits no it's time to learn the day's lesson and to find out what it is, we turn to The Wheel of Batman Wheel of Batman Turn, turn, turn Tell us the lesson that we should learn Oh, many, many things, Ben But I I think if you have to wear a shirt May as well be low cut <laughs> It's so low cut, guys Like, <laughs> there's gonna be Little rods poking out
1: That's, uh, oh god, that's um, mm-hmm. good advice For me when I go home and pack for my trip After this No.
0: <laughs>
2: All right. For the Bird of the Batman, I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I'll clean this up. Thanks for listening.
1: And I'm Ben. Bum, bum, bum. Your sunshine in Gotham. And bum, bum, bum. The baby brother. Grace.
0: So loud. He is so loud. <laughs> and I'm Jake, the middle brother. Thank you guys. And we will talk to you soon. Bye
2: bye. Toodles. this <laughs> city's
0: Cyrus!